0: Uh, The sermon for this evening is based on the Gospel of St. John, chapter 16, uh, verses 16 to 24. The sermon is entitled, Joyfully Lutheran, the Conclusion of the Lord's Prayer. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. What does this mean? This means that I should be certain, certain that these petitions are pleasing to our Father in heaven and are heard by him. For he himself has commanded us to pray in this way and has promised to hear us. Amen. Amen. Which means yes, yes, it shall be so. In the large catechism, Luther writes, all depends on this that we learn also to say amen. This means that we do not doubt that our prayer is surely heard and that, we, uh, that what we pray shall be done. This is nothing else than the word of undoubting faith, which does not pray on a dare, but knows that God does not lie to him, for he has promised to grant it. Therefore, where there is no such faith, there cannot be true prayer either. Where God promises, there is the Amen. Amen. Truly, truly, it shall be so. Now, when we say the Amen, the totality of the Lord's Prayer, we know that we're not praying with simple words that somehow float out into the atmosphere of uncertainty or They flow through our thoughts of aimless wonder and hope. No, amen means truly, truly, it is true. For certain, it shall be so. Words that point to certainty. Words that point to the assurance and truth that God hears our prayers as he commands us as a gift to pray to him. Certainty. That's what this conclusion is all about. Confidence and boldness, knowing that we as His children, covered by the blood of the Lamb, reconciled to God our Father, there He is with us in a promise that He will hear our prayers. This is certain. This is true. And yes, we live in a world where People are striving for that truth. People are looking and searching for certainty. People are wondering what the meaning of life is all about. What is the point, the reason for living, trying to find the hope, some kind of hope, wondering how this all adds up. And yes, as we look at the world, even within ourselves, how we too can become confused and even deceived by what certainty truly is. I think for all of us, we think at times that certainty can only be found within our own search, within our own quest. I think that's the great deception in the Certainty of God's word is that in our flesh, though we know God's word, so easy do we retreat to the ultimate trust in ourselves. Right? That's I think our our certainty that we trust so dearly. And even the devil and the world and even our sinful nature, they say, Well, who can we trust but me, myself, and I? Who can grant us assurance? Oh, yes, (laughs) but me, myself, and I. In Psalm 121, as you know, one of my favorite psalms, it reads, My help comes from the Lord, not just any Lord, but the one true God who made heaven and earth. That is our Lord who spoke creation into existence, our powerful God who sends us the Christ to save us from our sins, who sends us the Holy Spirit to create faith in us. And you how quickly we seek help from ourselves. Isn't that the crossroads or that crux of the prayer life? Prayer life is all about faith. Faith that clings to the help that is given from above, outside of ourselves. Faith and prayer is about trusting the Lord because we know that He is our greatest help and that we are no help at all. Therefore, Jesus commands us to pray, that He prays the prayer that He has taught us. We pray to Him because He is Lord. He is the truth. He gives to us the promise that He is our Father and, and we are His true children, that there's no other shelter nor any refuge. But our Lord, who gives us His grace, the great comforting care and assurance that through His tender mercy, we pray. We're not just praying to anyone, but we're praying to the one who hears us. And that is our one true and almighty and merciful God, that we pray that his name be hallowed, his kingdom come, his will be done, that he provides us in our daily bread. He forgives us as we forgive those who sin against us, his rescue, our rescue from temptation and deliverance from evil. It is all a prayer to our Lord, addressing our Lord, because we know that he is our ultimate help, our trust, and our certainty, knowing that he will deliver what he promises by this very word, which is our life of faith. It's all about certainty. Where can that be found in your life? In Joyfully Lutheran, Harrison writes, Certainty is possible because eternal life depends upon Christ, not me. I am uncertain. My decisions vacillate. My piety wanes. My zeal for the word of God fluctuates. My sinful flesh grabs me and presses hard against me from time to time. I I break my resolutions. I forget my promises. I resolve to follow Jesus more seriously, only to be dashed by sin, death, and the devil. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, as he refers there to Romans 7 at the end. Now Harrison right here, President, is, is so transparent, so real, so real that I think we all can relate to his very words, that yes, when it comes to certainty, it cannot come from ourselves. Sin is crouching at the door, the devil waiting and and carefully formulating a plan on who, what, when, where, and why, and how to attack. And though we try to navigate through this world who wants nothing to do with Jesus, how quickly we make that shift as well. And there the devil is, the father of lies, the prince of darkness, the one who brings doubt on that very word of certainty, on the very word of Amen. Truly, truly, yes, it shall be so. Yet the devil says what? Are you sure that this is true? Are you certain that God is with you? Are you certain? and assured that he hears your prayers. Ask, seek, knock? Really? Does that work? I think the disciples in our gospel text would face many things, all this noise with their persecutions and with the cost of following the Christ. And Jesus says in the gospels, Truly, truly, I say to you, You will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. A truly, truly moment, or as in the Greek, an amen, amen moment. A moment where Jesus says, I will promise you what will happen. And your sorrow, it might be now in your midst, but then I will show you that when I show up again in my very resurrection, you will be filled with great joy that no one can take from you. The promise, the joy of the empty tomb that the promises have been fulfilled by the work of Christ and through his death and resurrection and even ascension. It is because of who he is, there we have our faith. There resides the certainty, the trust in the deliverance of our Lord. Yes, even then, I fall short. I vacillate. We face crashing waves that wash us to and fro and great sorrow and suffering that is in the midst of us. There we look to ourselves. And in the mirror of our sin and guilt, we confess. We repent. Indeed, there is no certainty. Our hope is built on nothing less but the one outside of ourselves, Jesus Christ that there is no certainty found outside of God's Word. And there we pray to the Lord. We pray to the Lord, who in His promise delivered you, certainly assuring you the sorrow to joy. That in our fallenness, there He goes to be the death upon the cross, the resurrection three days later, The blood shed, of course, by his word, this word of truth that will set you free by way of the crucifixion, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the one who stared death straight and faithfully took the cup of wrath, willingly dying for you. And it's in our Lord's death where he opened the grave so that you may have eternal life, forgiveness. And the utmost certainty and assurance that all that God has promised has been fulfilled. The certainty is, is that you are His own. Don't you see? That's your certainty. The Good Shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep, for you, turning your sorrow into joy. And by his resurrection on that day, Jesus says, You will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, in my name he will give it to you. The resurrected name has given you the assurance, the certainty that there is no waving or washing to and fro, No wondering whether God is out there. But because of his work and promise, there we know of the certainty of faith. There we know what the empty tomb has brought to each and every one of you. That God is with you always. And there we pray. Harrison writes I am joyful because looking away from myself and my unending weakness, I have full assurance and confidence in Christ that I am God's own dear child. And because He has taught me how to pray, and in Christ's name, He hears and answers my prayers. Life has its ups and downs. It it has the fluttering and fading. Things come and go. But in the midst of it all, The Word, the sacraments, the prayer life, these will always be the certain gifts in your life that has been given to you by the grace of God. This will always be your blessed gift, don't you see? God is always with you by the promise and His fulfilled work in Christ Jesus. And through that beneficial command, he's saying, it's good for you. I am with you. Pray, and I will hear you in the name of Christ, the resurrected one. And there you are, and I give you this word, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. These are promises, not what-ifs, not I hope so, but these are promises for you because of the Christ, because of who He is for you and what He has completed in His death and resurrection. Certainty only can be found in our Lord, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, from now to eternity. Amen, amen, amen. Truly, truly, it shall be so. Not a platitude. Not a feel-good aura or a just, let's just say it because it feels good. But no, it's, it's the truth. It's the only eternal certainty that we have as we live in the faith in this world. Go now in God's peace. Go now in the certainty of His name the name above all names. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.